Friends, allies, and Americans, welcome to the Defense of Democracy podcast, where we tell the stories of folks who defend your children's rights by advocating for inclusive public school systems and who fight for diversity across our nation. I'm your host, Karen Swoboda. Let's get into it. My guest today is Senator Nikhil Saval from Senate District 1, serving Philadelphia County. Welcome, Senator Saval. How are you doing today? Hi, Karen. I am great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And I'm so grateful that you took the time to to jump on this podcast. Gosh, I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> um Let's let's start with let's just get right into it. The Moms for Liberty Summit scheduled for the end of this month. Uh, they are hosting the you know their conference in your state in your city, and Defense of Democracy launched a petition. We've got twenty five six thousand people who have signed it. Uh, we have not heard a peep. We have reached out to them directly. You wrote a letter to the Marriott. Can you talk about the letter, summarize that, and just let us know what you said? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, once we were made aware that Moms for Liberty was was planning to host their summit at the Marriott, which is in the district I represent, the first Senate district, which is all of Center City, South Philly, in fact, many of the kind of um, institutions of kind of early American democracy that you might think of are in it. We, you know, it, we thought this was a direct affront to many of the things that we fight for in the Pennsylvania legislature and many of the things that the city stands for, many of the things that the city has stood for in, in some respects for generations. And so we contacted the, the Marriott to understand what rationale and decision essentially led to the you know the 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 reason for hosting this event i mean what did this accord with the marriott's policies this this you know does this you know are uh, d does this meet the standards by which you know we would host you know a, a group that is hateful that promotes discrimination uh, of uh, among you know of many different people i mean lgbtq people um just it, it uh, bans books. Um, you know, it's just involved in so many things that are, that are, are, you know, to me very hateful, but I think to many people, you know, to lots of other people discriminatory, you know, and so um, is this appropriate? Is this an appropriate, you know, sort of, sort of event host? And so we, um, I myself, uh, and two colleagues that represent the area roughly on, on the House side and the Pennsylvania House side, penned this letter and wrote that to, to the Marriott leadership. Yeah, and and one of the things I, I and by the way, the letter is on our website. So if anybody wants to read it, it's it's really interesting. But you repeatedly said why, right? Like justify this. Um, so that was an interesting question. Were you expecting to get an answer from that? We were expecting to get an answer. Uh, whether it would be a, an answer that truly answered the question, you know, certainly I. I was I was skeptical of that, and 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 in the event, I believe I you know I couldn't I I can't I recall that the Marriott's response was essentially a kind of non-response that upheld um uh, you know upheld certain principles and you know and uh and I think but, but I, they gave some oh sorry go ahead 
Well, I was going to say that that they they gave some platitudes about, you know, they're going to welcome, open their doors. They're just hosting, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's my guess. Yeah. And that was, you know, that's that just doesn't really I think we're we're there is a kind of false appeal to to certain kinds of principles of of, um, free speech or what have you in this in this particular instance when when you are hosting a an organization that is dedicated to, you know, to, to forms of discrimination, to suppressing certain kinds of speech, you know, when to, you know, to, to upholding things that, you know, like, like the sort of don't, don't say gay law in, in Florida and things like that all across the country to banning books, you know, to be clear, um, these are, you know, hate groups are not a protected you know, are not, a, that's not a protected form of speech. And I just feel like that's, that's not a, they're not a protected group as well. And so I think that it's a, it's a complete misunderstanding of what this group is and, you know, what they plan to do. I believe they're planning to host, you know, we, we should expect protests against institutions like our free library system, you know, from, from, um, from groups, you know, from participants in, in Moms for Liberty. So it, it's a, it's a deep threat to, obviously as an organization, but also this particular event in Philadelphia, I think is a deep threat to a lot of things that we hold dear in, in the city. And it's certainly that many, my, myself and my colleagues hold, hold dear at, at a state level. Yeah. And, and you're not kidding because I actually just saw a post from, from the Moms for Liberty national uh, Twitter feed, I believe it was, where they were saying they're planning to go target those libraries that you just talked about. It's amazing to me that they're that they're just that bold about it. They're they're that's part of the agenda for this summit. Exactly. And that's you know, that is this is what this organization is about. I mean, this is really a, a dedication to to you know, diminishing basically the entire store of knowledge that we have. Libraries are repositories of I mean it, it, of freedom. They are places that uh Anyone can go uh, with in the city of Philadelphia, you know, to our free library system, pull out any book that they want, learn about anything that they and request books from other places uh, and, you know, learn about themselves and learn about their, you know, learn about history, learn about the future, learn about just, you know, they it's it's basically, you know, I think they're among the greatest institutions that our society has produced and they are dedicated to ensuring that we diminish the actual store of knowledge in those institutions. And in particular, you know, not to mince words here, that we diminish the store of information about the history of slavery, the history of Jim Crow, the history of LGBTQ people, which comprises, you know, not just those histories, but a huge number of artists, of writers, of painters, you know, of what have you. Um, this is all of this is suddenly is is stuff that they wish to to erase from from our society and i mean just the whole spectacle of protesting at libraries because they have information because they have art because they have literature i mean that they that you know that and in for, for to protect a an extremely narrow uh dogmatic and oppressive form of um you know minoritarian you know uh rule i think is is just it's really it's really frightening and and depressing 
it's it those two words pretty much hit the mark right it is frightening and depressing and and that's why um that's why i'm so grateful that you're that you're speaking with me today on this podcast and that you as an elected official are are just you're stepping up and you're saying that this is that you are not okay with this um what has the response been to your office and and your um the 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 way that you have responded to the marriott the letter that you wrote how has the community uh responded to you has it been supportive have there been people uh pressuring you not to like to back off what's that been like in your office it's been overwhelmingly supportive i mean i think that the 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 constituents of the first senate district the residents of philadelphia overwhelmingly recognize the threat that a, a summit of this kind and an organization like moms for liberty poses to the institutions that you know that we hold dear and and i you know i i, I think i think there is a real question i think that you know the it, while the response has been positive i think people really you know that people do not want this to happen right they don't want this summit to take place they don't want um hate groups to be welcomed by the marriott and, and into the city of philadelphia because the 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 threat that they pose is is serious. The discriminatory um, aspect of the organization is is obvious, you know. And so I just feel like there is there's so many different ways that um, you know there people take this very very seriously. So in a way, the question is great. What should we what what do we do now? You know, we've 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 expressed our disapproval, but we need to do more. So in a way, it's been both supportive and also let's let's do something about this that's awesome and and um and having someone like you again who's elected official um to stand up and, and just be so so clear about i mean you said it a few times moms for liberty is a hate group i have been putting that out uh, vocally for a long time. And I've had, you know, people say to me, oh, well, they're this, they're that. No, it, it, it's, it's seriously, this is what a hate group is. You know, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed the Southern Poverty Law Center. Like we have, we, we know they're on their radar. We're waiting for the day. Um, you recently uh, agreed to sign the Defense of Democracy pledge to protect our public schools. Um, and I, I just found out that, that you were, you were going to sign it this morning. So I was, I was so excited. Uh, so, so like, I think this is a good kind of segue into that. What next step are you going to take? So the pledge is designed, first of all, so that anyone can sign it, right? It's a nonpartisan pledge. It says at its essence, I promise to protect the civil rights of all members of my community. It's got a little PS in there. PS, by the way. I acknowledge the fact that my LGBTQIA+, my black and brown indigenous communities are under significant threat from extremists. And, and I make that promise to advocate for my teachers and my students and my families. Um, so it, I, I would like to talk about the pledge and, and why you're signing it and what, and what you hope that this will, will do hopefully in the long run. Well, you know, I agree with every word of the pledge. So to me, it was not even a question. I mean, it, it, it expressed what I feel and what I think, you know, we elected officials and candidates and leaders should, should be, should be defending because 
in part the threat is real. I mean, we have you see we see it in Harrisburg. Uh, not it doesn't just it. Moms for Liberty is obviously the uh, one of the chief organizational proponents of the, of proposals to you know remove books from libraries and um, and remove mentions of of sexual orientation and gender identity from our classrooms and the like. Um, but it is pervasive and we have legislators and colleagues who have proposed bills, you know, in the Pennsylvania legislature to do the same. And, you know, as someone who is, there are a number of ways that I find myself drawn into this um, and personally offended. On the one hand, I'm a child of um, South Asian immigrants so to me, the notion that you might not say learn about the history of colonialism, of indentured servitude, of slavery, you know, and all of these things that, you know, uh, would be banned under a lot of the kinds of proposals that Monster Liberty and other organizations like it propose, um, I mean, su support is deeply offensive. It would mean that my, I have two young children who are four and two would also be forbidden to learn about, you know, who would be, who would have it, you know, to learn about institutions like that, were these things to come to pass, um, would not have libraries fundamentally to go to, to learn about it, those subjects or anything, frankly, because the, the net result of this isn't just that, I mean, it is, it is bad enough, honestly, that books would be removed and the like, but in fact, the net result has often been that libraries are, are, you know, are closed, right. And that we lose them in our, in our schools and institutions. Um, you know, and then there has been under the guise of this kind of um, spurious sort of parental move, rights movement, an attempt to do the same, you know, obviously in our to do all that in our public schools. And that and I think is one of the major threats, because this is fundamentally an attack on public education. It is an attack on black and brown students and parents and LGBTQ students and parents in and around those institutions on teachers um, in those, in who wish to, you know, to, to expose their students to the full spectrum of humanity. Um, and, you know, and then I, frankly, as someone who I have an academic background, I have a, um, a PhD in, in English literature. And so virtually the whole corpus of what I studied and learned would under these strictures be impermissible. You mean like the the much of Western literature or much of literature is just involves discussions of gender identity and sexual orientation that they would, you know, I mean, you would be unable to read Plato, for example. You would be unable to read generous sections of a lot of religious scripture. St. Augustine in the, in the Confessions had describes a same-sex relationship. Do we not read one of the kind of classics of of spirituality and literature because it it you know, because of this, you know, this mention of this, like, it's part of our humanity, right? Even, even in works that are, are by the, you know, by many standards, conservative and Catholic and what have you, nonetheless, this is who we are, right? And this is, and it has been who we are. And we're, and, and to let alone the kind of history, the, the literature of the 20th century, the notion that you would not read Beloved, right? Or that you would not be able to read. I mean, these are, so all these things are, uh, you know, in various ways that I feel like, not allowing teachers to teach these subjects is just such an impoverishment of, of, um, you know, the humanities and, and as well as being, of course, um, a direct attack on our LGBTQ youth, our, you know, and our, and our teachers in, in our schools and our, and our black and brown students.
so um so you, so I, I I love that that you said before that you have had overwhelming support from the community in Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. Uh, what Moms for Liberty has done multiple times is they've said that you know their Philadelphia or Pennsylvania is their like second largest um, group, uh, you know I guess next to Florida, which you know, whatever, but, but you have seen the, what, what we call a defensive democracy, the, the more good than bad. That's one of our hashtags, right? That there are more good than bad Americans in this country. And the thing is that the bad ones, the ones who want to ban the books and, and silence people and erase history uh, are just louder and they have a better platform, right? Um, and by better, I mean, it's, it's backed by, it's corporate backed. I mean, it's, it, uh, you know, that's a whole other discussion, but they, they do, they have a much, uh, uh, more well-funded platform. So, so, so giving people courage, like you're doing speaking out, um, is going to enhance this, this, this resistance to this kind of slipping into fascism. Uh, I just want to pause for a moment. Uh, we are going to do one of my favorite parts of the show. We do a volunteer shout out. I always talk about one of my volunteers on the show. So let's do our shout out. Today's volunteer shout out goes to Diana. Diana is our transgender Navy veteran from New York. She is a warrior, a hero, and unafraid to face head on extremist attacks. Diana joined the Navy and made a promise to defend her country at home and abroad. Today, she is the commander of Veterans Defending Democracy and runs this group with love and efficiency. We are grateful to Diana and all our veterans for your service and for taking this opportunity to say to extremists, not today and not on my watch. Now back to the episode. Curious, has there been like resistance, like a vocal resistance from anyone that that you've seen? Because you know, DeSantis is going to be there. Like he's he's coming to the summit, which we kind of figured, and now we know for sure. Um, I'm wondering what the buzz is. Are people nervous, or or you know, I, I, you know, I mean, there has been there have been all there has been already been protest activity at the um, at the Marriott from organizations like ACT UP and you know, that, which is, which I think is great. And I think, um, so I think, I think there's, I think this sense of this being a really, you, you know, this representing a really existential sort of uh, threat to the kind of institutions of democracy, of learning, of, you know, of, 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 a, of just a pluralistic society and a tolerant one, um, is pretty is pretty strong, you know, and I think it in part because it presages much of what will happen over the course of the fall and the next year, in which the, you know the points of um, these points of these kind of talking points of hatred, right, and these organizations that are hateful or that that promote hatred, I should say, um, will get national platforms, you know, and it, to the, and in a way they already, obviously, of course, they already have, but we'll have the kind of campaign setting to do that as well. And so really registering and organizing dissent to it and not, and not presuming that we, you know, even, even just sort of dismissing it or just pretending that it's not as it, I agree with you. It is a minoritarian phenomenon, Yes. But it, that, yes, but that's a good word. I mean, and it uses all these minoritarian institutions, the Supreme Court, the um, the Senate. I mean, they're just the kind of institutions of our democracy that aren't fully representative. Um, 
I think that they, you know, that it will suddenly have this outsized capacity and already does to dictate so much of what we hear and think about. Um, and it's already had effects in our society. It's or we've already lost, uh, you know, libraries. We've already in, in Pennsylvania, we've already lost, you know, two kinds of efforts of this kind in, in local, in, in various communities. And that's a real loss for not just for it's the immediate community, but for generations, if we can't restore that. So I think making clear that there is an organized and popular and, and, and large and, and majoritarian, right? A, a majority of yes. people are opposed. I think yes. that people, so I think the feeling in Philadelphia is, is really like wanting to, to show that, you know, in one way, the, one way or the other. And so, um, you know, to the extent that we as, um, elected officials who, you know, can, can show that as well, can show that, you know, that we are, we're, we're, we're that um, hate won't win, right? You know, and, and that, I think that's a, a critical, a critical thing to do. And that's, that's sort of your job, right? Like your job is to represent your constituents and your communities. Um, as someone who does not live in Philadelphia, so I'm or Pennsylvania, uh, I'm watching it um, from the outside, and I want to say I am so impressed at, at your state and the people within it who have stepped up and and like you mentioned, act up because I've been following the pre-protests that have been going on, all the all the things that have been leading up, and I just think that people are galvanized that that this particular group, this Moms for Liberty group, have been so vocal and open about their hate it has been easy to get the community organized once the awareness is raised so i think you know i really want to end on the thought of of gratitude for the state of pennsylvania you are carrying this burden of having this summit and having to deal with it but you will you are setting the tone for the rest of the company and for the rest of the country and for you know senates and, and these groups trying to convene and organize and and you know strategize right under our noses and and this is not our country this is not the america that that we are uh that we should be uh living up to that is not the standard so um very grateful to you to to your uh you know your uh fellow um the p the others who signed the pledge what were their names again can you please remind me there were two other people who also signed oh who, who signed who joined, signed the letter oh the letter me. the letter yeah the so matter. representative yeah. Wa ben waxman and representative mary isaacson you know who are my colleagues in the pennsylvania house who, who represent uh both of them center city philadelphia and so uh equally you know outraged and ready to 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 help join you know and and galvanize uh people to 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 fight what mobs of moms for liberty is doing and what they stand for and and again like to the three of you and to your to your community uh you are setting a, a bar that that others will live up to and i think it's wonderful and i'm really grateful and I, I thank you for taking the time to speak to me i hope we are able to talk again and you know maybe i'll see you at the end of the month when i when i'm there you know, with everybody else uh, holding my signs and letting people know that this is not acceptable for our community and our country. Thank you, Karen. I look forward to welcoming you to Philadelphia um, and to, uh, to, to joining with you in a, in a strong show of just 
dissent, you know, from from everything that the organization stands for, and and to and to show what we what it is we do stand for, right? Which is which is a you know a a, a society that is welcoming, is tolerant, is you know, and it just embraces the full spectrum of who we are as as Amer as Americans and as human beings. Thank you, Senator Saval, and you have a great rest of your day, and I appreciate the conversation. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Defense of Democracy podcast. If you like what you've heard, you can find out more at defenseofdemocracy.org. Please consider becoming a support partner by texting the letters D-O-F-D, that's defense, O-F, democracy to 44321. Stay strong and remember, there is more good than bad out there and you're standing on the right side of history.